Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. I am Mark. I will be your host and guide, your personal guide across the underworld. I was trying to think of the name of the dude in the boat and it's Charon. And I don't want to say I'm your personal Karen because that's not going to, that doesn't scan. So I'm your guide to the underworld. Virgil, I'll be your Virgil. And you will be Dante as I guide you through the underworld and let you listen to the finest of audience recordings, illicit recordings, not bootlegs, live recordings of the best band of all time, in my opinion, Led Zeppelin. Today, it is June 2nd, 1973, Kezar, Kizar, Kuzar, Stadium, San Francisco. And it is a good one. It is um, not among the most highly regarded of the 73 shows. But again, we're, we're, we're splitting hairs. Because the 73 tour is great. This isn't like 75 or 77 where it's like, yikes, that one's garbage. Um, <clears throat> it's not like that. It's, it's, a matter, it's, it's a matter of degrees. It's a game of inches in this tour. And this tour <clears throat> has many of the famous Led Zeppelin shots. This has the fa- this is the show where uh, that famous pic of Robert Plant holding uh, the dove in his hand with a beer and a cigarette in the other, a Heineken in the other hand, and Jimmy in the white shirt playing in front of you know tens of thousands of people. <clears throat> It's right after Bonzo's birthday on the May 31st. And the next night, which is, um, I think it's at the L.A. Forum. I I think I've covered that show already. The next night is a fucking scorcher. So this one is kind of like sandwiched between Bonzo's birthday and three days after. It's, um, It's kind of the Jan Brady of the group. But it's good. And as Robert says at the end, the vibes are real. The vibes and the energy of this show is fucking great because Zeppelin always had a great rapport with San Francisco. And in fact, let me make sure San Francisco. I'm I'm definitely the kind of guy that would say San Francisco if it was L.A. And I wouldn't know it until somebody tweeted me. Yes, Zeppelin always had a good run in San Fran. Oops, hang on a second. Thank you for holding. Phone rang. Working out kids stuff with the ex. Amicably. My youngest daughter is getting her second vaccine tomorrow. Oh my God, why are you doing that? You're letting the government just claim ownership on her. Nullifying her baptism. Registering her with the infernal beast. Well, she won't get the coronavirus that way and maybe die. So, there's that. But... She may feel crappy tomorrow, like I did, but she's also young, unlike me. So, we'll see. Anyway, none of that really has anything to do with Led Zeppelin or you guys, so that's why I hit pause, so you didn't have to listen to seven minutes of us chatting. But I felt like I should catch you up, since you're sitting there, waiting. Anyway, anywho, I'm just thinking of that one asshole on YouTube that's like, Enough of the announcer, get to the music. It's funny. One negative comment sticks with me and the dozens and dozens of great ones. Human nature's fucked. 
All right. Where was I? Ah, yes. Kazar, San Francisco. This is an outdoor concert. Very, very large concert. Daytime. And um, it's great. It's really good. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Um, it, like I said, it's just sandwiched between Bonzo's birthday on the 31st of May and then three days after on June 3rd. So of the three of them, it is the odd one out. But the very, very end of the concert is in fact magic because of the aforementioned vibes. So we're going to listen to the last little bit of the concert. Uh, heartbreaker, whole lot of love. Actually, let me read it to you instead of just looking up. And trying to remember heartbreaker whole lot of love communication breakdown the ocean which is a great version of the ocean and then uh, robert the vibes are real because he gets it and uh, yeah that's what we're gonna do i think the i think the birds were released at stairway to heaven i'm not sure i don't know there's footage you can get on youtube and find it and if there's footage, then I'm sure Zeppelin film, Led Zepp film has, uh, whose birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to you, Z, slash Led Zepp film, slash your real name. Sultan Omar. Blessings be upon you. Uh, Heartbreaker. Let's get to Heartbreaker, shall we? Sorry, I'm a little scattered because I had to shift gears from, like, podcast to dad to back so heartbreaker june 2nd 1973 outside in the sunshine san francisco california as the last flickering flames of the peace and love movement movement glimmer in reaction to led zeppelin enjoy
an abrupt edit. I wonder if they go into another song immediately, like Whole Lot of Love. I bet they do. And we'll get to that in a moment, but um, that was top-notch. That was really good. I think the only thing that is lacking a bit, that isn't lacking from the next night, is a little more syncing uh, between Bonzo and Jimmy. You could hear when Jimmy's playing his Jimmy stuff. Usually when he comes up with a riff and he repeats it, when he repeats it, usually on the second go-round, Bonzo accents it and goes with it. This time he didn't seem to be doing that. He seemed to just be blazing through playing Heartbreaker. I don't know. That's just my brain. Jimmy's soloing was brilliant, and I love it when he plays a, a lick. When he plays a lick and then plays it an octave lower and an octave lower and goes goes down the neck to the tuning head and just, you know, ba-da-doot, ba-da-doot, ba-da-doot. It's really cool shit. And um, 
Fluid fingers. My God. Fluid fingers, Jimmy. Jesus Christ. Want to slap that boy sometimes and say, hey, when you break your finger, you cancel the tour and you do rehab. And even though it's the mid-70s, maybe they don't have rehab. Somebody does. Some Olympian finger user, archer or something, has fucked up his finger and had to rehab it. Find that person. Find that person. Get that shit back up and running. Don't just work through it and fuck up your tendons and then do it again and again. It's like Robert and his voice. Man, if only. Peter Grant was a great manager in many ways. Great many ways. But I think his lack of the kind of balls out way that they ran things very, there's a macho swagger to it. Deservedly so. But I know he cared about his boys, but I wish he had the insight to care about their abilities in, in that way of, you know, have someone teach Robert how to take care of his voice. Roger Daltrey learned right away, which is why Roger Daltrey, even though he's almost 80 years old, fuck. I mean, he's in his late 70s. He's he's older than 75, so technically. Can still sing. Not like he used to, but fuck. He can still sing Baba O'Reilly and all that shit. That's crazy because he took care of his voice. And he didn't smoke after a while. I mean, I don't know when he quit smoking. Drank tea, took care of his voice, did warm-ups, all that shit. I wish somebody had shepherded Robert and the boys and, you know, just that whole... I wish they were a band in the 90s in a way. Well, even that 90s guys, everybody, well, the thing is, I'm like, what? At least there was rehab. There wasn't really rehab back then. You just go dry out somewhere, you know, and since they're rich, they'd go to a rich person's spa to dry out. I don't know, man. Now I'm just babbling. All righty. Fuck everything I just said. Erase it. And let's remember that last moment of heartbreaker before it was cut off all too briefly. And let us resume the shenanigans with whole lot of love. And remember, it's just the very last bit of Heartbreaker. Coming into the part that should be the very last bit of Robert singing. You know, I can't even remember what he says. Jesus. You know how long it's been since I listened to Zeppelin albums? Man, I should revisit them because it would almost be like new again. Because every Zeppelin album... Except for physical graffiti and in through the outdoor. I don't really listen to because I prefer live stuff. Anywho, rambling again. Whole lot of love. June 2nd. The vibes are real.
That was really good. This show got all kinds of good press because it was so huge and it was a Bill Graham show. It was very well promoted. There was the press was there. And I mean, it's it's an outdoor stadium. It fills a baseball stadium. So you got 30, 40, 50,000 people there. Can you imagine that? 50,000 people all coming to see you. Holy mackerel. And, uh, Yes, the next night is arguably the best show of the 73 tour, arguably. Providence is up there, too. I mean, there's a whole bunch that are good because the tour itself is the shit. But, my goodness. All right, so let us go into the ocean, which is what I think is next. I lied to you. Communication breakdown, then the ocean. I had this on vinyl on that album Persistence, where they kind of mirror the Presence album, but with creepy-ass old-time pictures. I think I still have that somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. All my vinyl, uh, my remaining vinyl, uh, mysteriously disappeared at some point. Uh, 
Perhaps it was coinciding with a marital end or not. I don't know. But anyway, communication breakdown. In the daylight, Jimmy Page the Vampire has to endure the sun. Enjoy it, friendos. I'll be back very shortly. We seem to have more friends than we thought.
We just had a little bit of a water confrontation with a few people around the back, which, which keeps our name alive. We'd like to thank Bill Graham for getting it all together. That man has given you more music in eight years than anybody else has ever given any music to anybody anywhere else in the world. And I'm glad you realise it. I hope he pays for us to get home now. He never pays us any money. Beautiful. He never gives us any money. Bill Graham. Huge. So yeah, a very, very fun, high spirits gig. Enjoyable. Enormous. I mean, that's why the press were there. Bill Graham, of course, orchestrated it, but it's newsworthy because it's not every day that a band fills Kazar Stadium. I think Elton John did it. I mean, it was top. That's top tier. That's Rolling Stones, The Who, Elton John, and uh, shit. At that point, probably weird shit like Grand Funk Railroad or Three Dog Night. You know, bands that had no staying power past the, the mid-70s. I don't know, man. I just work here. All right. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under the Nom de Plume Heart of Markness. Facebook is a nice Facebook group, a little community that you are welcome to join and participate in. And I have a website, heartofmarkness.com, where you can find the complete shows that I cover, unless there's a reason I can't do that. And there's only a couple that are like that. So you go to heartofmarkness.com, you can download this. This is the audience soundboard uh, merge of this show. I can't, I don't know who did it. Do I? I don't know who did it. Uh, speed correction, plus 3.3, removing 11 seconds of repeats before Dazed and Confused and after Moby Dick. And here is the set list. It's three discs if you wanted to burn it. Here's the set list. It's a 73 show, so it's no surprises. Uh, Robert Talks, Rock and Roll, Celebration Day, Black Dog, Over the Hills, Misty Mountain Hop, Since I've Been Loving You, No Quarter, The Song Remains the Same, The Rain Song, Dazed and Confused, Stairway to Heaven, Moby Dick, 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 30 minutes, Jesus Christ. Dazed and Confused, 31 minutes, Jesus Christ. Heartbreaker, Whole lot of Love, Communication Breakdown, and what we're going to listen to right now, The Ocean, followed by a 12-second announcement that's like, get the fuck out, the show's over. Clocking into just under three hours of time. All right, friends. I'm not going to be a liar, so I'm going to play for you the ocean. Ah, but before I do, on heartofmarkness.com, you will see a banner for Patron. If you are interested in what I do, you like what I do and you like how I do it and you're of a mind and have the means to do so, you are welcome to explore being a patron. Patron, Patreon.com slash Heart of Markness or just click the P button on heartofmarkness.com and you will see what I have to offer, including patron-only episodes that contain more esoteric stuff than what would be for a, you know, mass consumption as it is. I just did one last night and uh, I got behind on it because I psyched myself out and doing it because I'm like, it's for the patrons. It has to be amazing. But my super amazing stuff is a very, sh I mean, I blew my wad on like the first two episodes. And then I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And then 
I fell behind, but now I'm cranking them out just about one a week until I get caught out, and then it's once a month thereafter. And uh, as a patron, you can also suggest shows. And if you pay enough, I must obey you. So there you have it. So a Laurel and Hardy handshake to these titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of Markness. Thank you to Picard, Knegarn, Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Mark, other David, and Bonzo Billy. Thank you very much, guys. I cannot say enough how grateful you make me. So, and special shout out to patron emeritus Jeremy, who created my logo and the, bought the microphone through which I am talking to you right now. All right, enough of that. Let's get to the ocean and listen to Mr. Bonham get the audience going. Enjoy it, friend. Vibes are real. This is a track off the Houses of the Holy. It's about audiences. It's called The Ocean. We don't feel ready, but now we're steady. And then they went a one, and a two, and a three, and a four. Oh, shit. I can hear the motion run. Play for free and play for me. 
since the first time we played the Fillmore five years ago. So vibes are real, see ya. Vibes are real, friends. And what else is real is the end of this podcast. As I said, you will be able to download this at heartofmarkness.com. I will endeavor to get that up tonight. I've been doing a good job on that so far. Also, put it up on YouTube tonight, too. That's been getting a lot of traction. Well, it's YouTube, so there's hundreds of millions of people on YouTube. So, gets to see more eyes. Makes me happy. All right, friendos, thank you very, very much. I'll be back this weekend with a classic rock uh episode probably and i will if not i will definitely be back next thursday with another led zeppelin episode all right thank you so much be good to yourselves and each other and thank you very very much for listening good night